Greetings and welcome to Franklish Mint Now. I'm Masaru Hoshi. Jesse Berg. And today we have someone with us. So yeah. let me introduce you our our beloved friend, Andrea Zotelli. How are you doing, lady? Oh, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Usually, yeah, thank you very much. Usually I say I'm good, but I know that I'm good. It's wrong. <laughs> we do it. We do it. Everybody does. But uh, I'm doing well. Yeah, this is the right way. Welcome, everybody, to Franklish Mate. Now, as you know, we're, we're a bilingual podcast produced by two guys that not necessarily are... In three mate now. Oh, yeah, now we're three. <laughs> <laughs> three, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, for all of you that don't know Andrea yet, she, she's also Brazilian. She, lives also, she also lives here in Canada. And now she's living in the beautiful... And the crown and the, and the, the jewel and the... Queen's Crown City called Vancouver. So, and probably the only place in Canada that is warm enough for not having snow at this time. Yeah, we're not having a snow this this year at least. Someone has to be lucky. Uh, well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, so today we're going to talk about something really curious or at least very peculiar for us and for many people actually. So we're going to talk about the behavior of the drivers. So as you know, like uh, if you remember the Goofies show, you have Mr. Work. Mr. Walker and you have Mr. Driver and you always know like some people can get really really insane when they drive but you may not notice it in Canada because I don't know at least for me it looks like Canadians drivers are much like much more polite than Brazil so Andrea I'm gonna start asking you like you're from a different city well I actually used to live in your home in your hometown But then you moved to a much bigger city, which is São Paulo. And you obviously, like, you you had to live with, mm, let's call it a much more aggressive traffic. So what do you have to tell us, like, about what it was like driving São Paulo? The, the, I think the, the worst thing in São Paulo is the traffic jam. Uh, every the, uh, we ha Always I had to choose... Uh, what time of the day that I was going to drive there because actually I wasn't living in Sao Paulo. I was living in São José dos Campos that was very close to São Paulo. So sometimes I have to, to drive to São Paulo. I had to drive to São Paulo, but not every day I was lucky. Uh, I think that the, the traffic jam, it's the worst thing. Uh, the the motorcycle guys like motoboys they call it <laughs> this was a uh, yeah, very dangerous uh, they speed between the cars all the time it was crazy uh, but for me driving in Sao Paulo was not that worst thing I think that the, the, the traffic there it's a uh, organized it's con considering that's a very big city with many many people driving I think it wasn't that bad. Uh, I drove uh, sometimes in Rio de Janeiro, and that was the worst city that I drove in all my life for sure. Oh, your Rio, pixels. it's crazy. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, horrible, and why, horrible. And why you say that? Like, oh, because people like they were more aggressive. Uh, all the drives, they were more aggressive. They cut you. They uh, 
go before you if you are in the they have to yield to you like give you the preference to drive in that way right of way you you have the right of way but they didn't respect uh, and they they drive very aggressively uh, I think that in Sao Paulo maybe because uh, there's much more people the city was bigger uh, the traffic was a little more organized otherwise they will get crazy everybody will get crazy so yeah that's that's what uh, my feeling at the time you know uh, I didn't like to to drive in Rio I thought it horrible but in Sao Paulo it was okay for me and but be- Berg, what about you? Like you were from a different city. Like you're from northern part of Brazil. How 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 is? Like I know you used to go to Brazil like uh, once in a while. What do you think about the traffic in your in your hometown? Ah, c'était vraiment quelque chose de épouvantable. Je suis pleinement d'accord avec avec Andrés qu'elle a vécu un peu à Rio. Ça ressemble pas mal à ce qu'on a, ce qu'on voit maintenant à Fortaleza où ce j'habitais avant. C'est, les gens sont vraiment énervés beaucoup. Ils respectent pas beaucoup les lois ou les règlements dans le trafic. Puis ton, ton mot d'ouverture quand tu parlais de, de comme monsieur le, le chauffeur puis monsieur le piéton, c'est exactement ça. Il y a une, vraiment une transformation. Puis les gens deviennent euh, euh, accrus. Ils sont vraiment terribles. C'est, c'est quelque chose que c'est, c'est très difficile de, de, de vivre. Puis ça, c'est important parce que nous, Quand on vient ici, on est, on est, moi je pourrais dire, on est entre guillemets obligé de, de devenir civilisé pour conduire. Puis, au bout de la ligne, on aime ça beaucoup, tellement qu'on trouve bizarre quand on retourne chez nous, quand on sait que c'est plus la même chose. Faut vraiment convertir la façon d'y penser pour ne pas, pour ne pas faire trop ou trop <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I think your point is like really interesting. Like the fact that we have to adapt to ourselves and like uh, relearn how to be, like how how to behave. It's uh, basically what happens to us. I remember at first uh, when I had to exchange my driver's license here we we had to go through all the well all the the the, the laws the traffic laws here in canada and also do a, a, a practical uh, exam and one of the thing that maybe for me was um like it, it took my it brought me brought my attention like really strongly was the fact that at the stop sign, you really have to stop. She's like, let's see, I stop, I stop. <laughs> I don't agree because in Brazil, we had to stop too, at least to, to take the test. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 and here, yeah, and here, that's what we do, at least for me. I, when I take the test, I, when I took the test, I stop at the stop sign. <laughs> like, but uh, to drive uh, in the everyday driving, I don't stop. I I just uh, slow down, take a look, and if it's okay, I go. Yeah, do you do? That's the same that we do in Brazil, isn't it? Oh well, it, I I know a friend that that never happened to me, but I know a friend that he 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 was doing that. Like he was not uh, entirely stopping the car; he was just slowing down and then going forward. And he did that. He was doing that for. a Couple of days, and in at he near to, to, to near to where uh, he used to live, 
and it was like a quiet, uh, a really quiet uh, street, like not very traffic or anything else. Basically, like a um, uh, how do you call it? Like it's a really really residential neighborhood. And mm-hmm. one day he 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 did exactly that same thing at the exact same place, and right after he crossed the street. There was he saw those lights behind him and say, "Okay, stop, uh, dude! Like you did it." <laughs> and wow! Right after he got he got a little gift from the from the officer. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> no, it never happened to me. And actually, what I see in my everyday uh, driving here, because uh, I drive a lot because of my work. Uh, it's this behavior it's pretty normal it's not something that everybody stops at the stop sign uh, unless that you when you are in a four-way stop sign that okay if i i'm not the first to arrive there so i stop and i wait for the others uh, i know because maybe because here in toronto where i used to live it's a big they are biggest bigger cities Maybe in the very small cities, the things are a little different. I don't know. Perhaps, perhaps. But uh, now you mentioned Toronto, and since you're living in Vancouver, uh, how do you how do you perceive like both cities? Do you, do you think like the traffic in Toronto is much more aggressive than Vancouver? Because I, I I mean I heard from someone saying that Vancouver is probably uh, probably like the worst the worst transit in whole Canada. Do you agree with that? Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree. I don't like the traffic here. Here in Vancouver, we have like uh, streets that are like very important, have a heavy traffic in there, and they don't have left turn lane. So when you have to turn left, uh, you have to stop there, and it, it ne- the traffic never stops. So you, you start to keep a lot long line of cars behind you un- until you have the opportunity to, to turn left. Sometimes uh, in many places here, the traffic is very heavy, but in the crossing, uh, you have only uh, pedestrian lights. So then you stop there if you want to, to cross that street at that point driving. Or if you want to turn left, uh, you have to start praying for a, a pedestrian <laughs> to come and press the button. So when uh, the traffic stops because the pedestrian wants to cross, then you, you have the opportunity to turn left or to cross the street. It's ridiculous. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. This is something that that makes me mad here about the traffic. I want to, to write a letter for the city telling that they need to improve this. And I think like, for for example, for you to have an idea, uh, another day I wanted to go to consulate 10, kilo, 10 kilometers. Uh, I would take 30 minutes driving there. Right. I At the same time, I put the same situation in, in Toronto. Uh, the distance was 20 kilometers, the double. <laughs> and I would stay there and I would take the same 30 minutes. So Toronto, uh, I, I know that the traffic there is heavy. There's a lot of traffic jam. I know that. But even though Toronto is designed to make the cars a flux, like to, to have a flux of, uh, of the traffic. And here, everything seems that they make the traffic in a way that makes it horrible. Okay. <laughs> Maybe because they wanted to use the transit public, like the tr- public transportation, right? So m- we're going to make 
uh, the traffic horrible, so people <laughs> start to use in SkyTrain. So then we can say that, uh, like, yeah, because if you go using by SkyTrain, it's going to take less. So, oh, we have a very wonderful, amazing public transportation here. Uh, I... I'm not happy with the things here, sorry. <laughs> vous savez qu'ils ont réglé ça, Fortaleza, mais ça, c'est une chose qu'ils ont fait, je pourrais peut-être faire les ponts pour André après, c'est qu'à Fortaleza, ils ont bloqué tous les virages à, à gauche. Really? Oui. Quand, quand tu veux tourner à gauche, tu dois euh, tourner à droite sur la prochaine rue, faire un, un retour, mettons, un tour complet du quartier, puis prendre les feux de circulation, tu peux juste traverser au feu de circulation, puis tu fais le, le, les tours complets pour partir seulement, parce que c'était, ça, ça arrivait exactement ce qui arrive avant qu'on fasse, c'était impossible de tourner, puis ça bloquait le trafic beaucoup, fait qu'ils ont tout bloqué, puis ils ont mis comme une espèce de loi, où tu peux, enfin, pas une loi, mais ils ont vraiment bloqué tout le virage, puis tu peux seulement tourner à gauche où il y a les feux de circulation. That, that's quite, that, that's, a, <laughs> that's a little nuts for me, like, so do you mean like people cannot it cannot like turn left in your city ever like in any street jamais wow wow that's crazy il y en a pas <laughs> pas du tout mais il y en avait avant il n'existe plus wow that that's not like uh, you know my wife just came back from brazil like uh, from uh, two weeks ago and one thing that she's telling me that driving here is, is still taking a while for her to readapt back is the fact that she well she can turn uh, on the red side when it's red to your right. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is tricky for us, right? When you go there. Yeah, it is. Like, when she got that, that's, when she went there, <laughs> it was actually the opposite. She she was trying to always turn on the red, uh, on the red line. And she actually, she actually did that twice. And until she realized that, oops, I cannot do that anymore. <laughs> so, and now it's the opposite. She's trying to, do, to turn right. And she, I, I just keep pushing her saying, why don't you turn? Like, oh, it's red. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And something like that. So, <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. Uh, Andrea parlait de, de Vancouver, mais je pense que Montréal aussi, c'est quelque chose d'incroyable. Le trafic est vraiment très, très compliqué à cause de... Je pense que c'est vraiment du nombre de voitures par rapport à à ça, puis la façon que les autres ils fonctionnent par rapport au, au fait de circulation, c'est un peu bizarre aussi. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Like, Montreal is a, a really uh, annoying thing for me. Because, first of all, like, uh, I think it's maybe the only city in Canada that I heard of that you cannot turn right on the red sign. So, and you actually have signs pointing um, when you enter the Montreal Island saying exactly that, like you cannot turn right in, uh, in Montreal. Mais, mais le pire c'est pas ça, le pire c'est que tu peux tourner quand le passage de piéton est, est, est allumé. And that's the second wildest thing, like most annoying thing about Montreal. Like you don't have a, a, a traffic light exclusively, exclusively for cars and then for pedestrians. So it looks like when it's red for the cars, it's also red for the pedestrian. But it's when it's green for the for the for the cars, it's also green for the pedestrian. So there's you have to turn if you want to turn right, you have to wait everybody cross the street because it's green for them, and you have to wait. And usually, what happens like 
maybe one one person, one car, or maybe two cars are able to cross, and that's extremely annoying. I, I really hate that. Does it happen the same thing in Vancouver, Andrea? I think in, Tor in Toronto it's the same. When the traffic light is green for you to go straight ahead, uh, if you're gonna turn right. It, the 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 traffic uh, the pedestrian traffic light will be open for them too, and then you have to wait. So usually uh, you have a long line of cars that want to turn right, and they have to wait for the pedestrians to turn to finish crossing, and then they can uh, go. So that's why it's better if you can turn right on the red light, right? Because uh, the, for the pedestrian, it's going to be closed. Yeah, yeah. But here, it's allowed to turn right on the red light. Uh, the one, th one thing that you asked about, like the behavior of the driver here in Vancouver compared to the the behavior in Toronto, for example, I feel like that the, the the drivers in Toronto they are a little more stressed than here. Uh, here people are really? like, yeah, despite the fact that of the traffic is not good here, I don't like it. I think it, that could be much better and it, there's a lot of room for improvements here. Uh, but the, 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 pedest, the, oh, the driver itself, the, the driver himself or herself, they are calmer, they are a little more respectful than people in, in Toronto, yeah. How do you how do what do you think, Berg, about the the drivers there? Mas eu espero, na verdade, como eu espero, j'ai été en en Toronto une seule fois, puis toujours quand j'ai été là, c'était en fin de semaine. Fait que le fait que j'étais en fin de semaine, c'était plus tranquille. Fait que j'ai pas beaucoup senti la difficulté du trafic, mis à part la la journée que je suis allé euh, quand je fais mes, mes mes vacances à Niagara Falls. Et quand que je suis allé là-bas, j'ai traversé Toronto, puis c'était vraiment dans l'heure de pointe, je pense que c'était l'enfer. Plus jamais je vais faire ça dans, dans une journée de, de semaine, c'est terrible. Mais ici, ici, je peux dire, mettons, à Québec, par exemple, je comprends que Québec, c'est une petite ville, en comparaison avec, avec, avec les autres plus grands, mais le trafic ici, il est, il est difficile, quand même, parce que ça commence vraiment, on commence à voir la façon que les, les autoroutes puis se sont placées. Il y a beaucoup plus de voitures maintenant que de que des de, de routes vraiment pour nous autres. Fait que il faut vraiment faire attention dans l'air de pointe, c'est vraiment euh, bouché, c'est complexe. Euh, pendant l'hiver, c'est encore pire parce qu'il y a un ralentissement naturel à cause du à cause de la température, de la neige qui est sur, sur les sols, quelque chose de genre. Mais les gens sont assez respectueux. C'est une chose qui, qui je pense que je n'arriverai jamais. André a commenté tantôt sur, le, sur les quatre arrêts. Fait que, les quatre arrêts, c'est un principe où si tu t'arrêtes, en effet, les quatre arrêtes, puis les premiers que tu arrives, ils passent par ça, le deuxième. Tu es, es capable de découvrir la logique. Tu laisses un autre aller, puis maintenant, mon année, c'est ton tour, puis tu vas aller correctement. Au Brésil, ça fonctionnerait jamais en affaire comme ça. Jamais <rire> on serait capable de faire en sorte que, que les gens se respectent dans, dans ça. Je vais donner un exemple qui, qui, qui est simple qu'on finalise. Là. À Fortaleza, ils ont fait un, un viaduc pour permettre, mettons, 
donner plus de fluidité au trafic. Parce que c'était très complexe. Puis avec le fait de circulation, ça ne marchait pas. Ils ont mis un, un viaduc qui en passait en dessous, puis l'autre au-dessous, c'était correct. Ils ont été obligés de mettre un fait de circulation en bas, au-dessous du viaduc, parce qu'il y avait trop d'accidents avec les, pied les piétons. <rire> That's lovely. <rire> fait qu'ils ont obligé d'arrêter le trafic parce que les, y avait, les, les voitures n'arrêtaient plus. Puis après ça, ils ont fait un, un, à côté de Viaduc, à la sortie, ils ont fait un rond-point. Puis avec les ronds-points, les gens qui rentraient et qui sortaient, ils se frappaient beaucoup. Fait qu'ils étaient obligés de mettre un fait de circulation so like sous, it, it, sous les ronds-points. Et like all the meaning of the freaking Viaduc just. The, the passage just went to nothing. Like, oh my God, <laughs> it's so lovely. So yeah, so that's basically what we have to talk about today, right? Like we, we actually could be talking about for hours about it, but yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. So Andrea, thank you very much for being here with us. And, and you're welcome to come back whenever you want to, as always. Ooh, like, so yeah, I would <laughs> <You're> love <for> <laughs> So, yeah, guys, so if you, uh, we just ask you to share our, our show with your friends or with your family or everybody else interested in knowing, like, uh, interested in following our work here. So you can, uh, you can find us, you, you can reach us directly on the, our email address, at, uh, franglish at canadaagora.com or you can find us on canadaagora.com it's our main website it's mainly in Portuguese but you can find us on canadaagora.com slash franglish and well you're always welcome to send us your suggestions your, your regards or anything else you find interesting c'est ça si donc si vous aimez les, ce qu'on est en train de faire si vous aimez les franglish l'émission fait que aidez-nous à, à faire le plus de monde à faire plus que le plus de monde qui est, mon Dieu, je vais recommencer ma phrase parce que tout là. Arrête, stop. Commence à tout de suite, je me perdu dans deux mois dans l'année. Donc, si vous aimez. Oui, la même chose. Si vous aimez cette émission-là, fait faites partager, donnez-nous euh, un... un... Tapo. Je ne sais pas si je que j'ai noé, tu vas... Tapo, je ne sais pas si je ne sais pas si je ne sais pas si C'est divulgué, c'est divulgué, cassette. Faire connaître est la porte d'expression que tu ne peux pas connaître, c'est moi. Donc, moi... Exactement, ma sœur. Donc, si vous aimez l'émission, aidez-nous à faire divulguer, à faire que le monde connaisse plus Franklish. Fait que partagez à vos amis, à, à les gens que vous connaissez qui aiment les podcasts, qui sont capables d'écouter de, de dans les deux langues au moins. Ou si vous voulez faire découvrir aux gens une émission différente comme celle-ci, fait que ça va nous aider vraiment euh, que vous faites euh, ça pour vos personnes. Fait que si vous voulez nous parler aussi, faire des commentaires, 
parler de l'émission euh, ou donner des suggestions. Fait écrivez pour Franglish à commercial Canada Agora. .com.com Je suis capable de parler ça. <rire> C'est incroyable. <rire> oui, je ne veux pas arrêter. Ou sinon, vous pouvez nous voir sur notre site. Allez sur canadaagora.com bar Franglish. On est là. Toutes les émissions sont listées. Visitez, montrez à, à d'autres personnes. Ça va nous faire plaisir de vous entendre. Puis voilà. That's it. Thank you very much, you guys. You made it. No, sir. You made it, Barry. <rire> <rire> oui, euh, mon Dieu, c'est incroyable aujourd'hui. Excusez-moi. Thank you very much, guys, and we hope to see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.